welcome to the first Sunflower Montessori podcast. Hi, Naomi. Hi, David. Hi, Helen. Hello. So for those of us who doesn't know our, uh, uh, don't, don't know us, we are all teachers part of uh, Sunflower Montessori. So Naomi, would like to introduce yourself maybe a little bit. Hello, my name's Naomi. I've been working at Sunflower since it started. I've been working with children for over 35 years. Um, I started my professional career in London and I came here 23 years ago. I've been working with young children. I'm a mother. My daughter went to Sunflower and I've worked alongside Helen and Sam O'Dee for oh, many, 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 many years. Hi, Helen. Would you care to introduce yourself as well? Hello, my name's Helen. Um, I've been a Montessori teacher for 28 years. I actually trained uh, in London. Uh, at the same college that Naomi did, and also um, my dear friend and co-founder of uh, Sunflower, Sam O'D. Um, so yeah, I'm co-founder of Sunflower um, and co-director, um, along with two other directors, Sam and Tom O'D, and I'm a mum of two. Perfect. And my name is David, and I've been working at Sunflower since 2012. I'm an early childhood educator and teacher. I've been trained in France and I'm a true believer of the Montessori pedagogy. So if we are all here together, is to just have a little chat to talk about how to do practical life at home and also how to do practical life at home in those strange moments that we are living, being locked down with our little ones and it can be quite tricky sometimes. So uh, first of all, maybe Naomi would like to explain what practical life is. Not okay. people listening might really know what this is. Yeah, well, practical life is really, um, <clears throat> it's the sort of everyday things that we need to learn to do. So for a child, they need to become very independent. So in a, in a classroom, um, we have lots of little exercises, different skills like pouring and spooning and funneling and threading and pegging. And these don't just sort of cover teaching them how to do things like that, but they also help with motricity um, development, with hand-eye coordination, with um, concentration. And um, the teams actually work incredibly hard to um, teach and support the children to become independent individuals. And one of the areas of practical life that we cover is actually a very practical part of life, which is sort of taking care of ourselves. So, you know, as, as well as the, the, the exercises that we have on the shelf, which we can discuss in a, a different time, um, the, uh, the actual sort of work that all the teams really work hard on is teaching the children to do things for themselves. So that could be washing their hands, that could be blowing their noses, pouring themselves a drink, but also dressing and undressing themselves. And um, what's very important is to give children time and opportunity uh, to do this so that they can practice and perfect these skills because they need to coordinate their bodies, they need to learn how to do things, you know, they get themselves into a bit of a muddle. So a, a way that we can do it as adults is modelling. We can show the children and actually most Montessori things is done by the adult presenting and showing the child how to do it and then letting the child do it. Um, so, you know, when we're modeling, we need to think about how we're doing things slowly, step by step, very clear, very simple. So, you know, I was thinking about this uh, last night and, you know, 
what would be a practical uh, sort of area for parents um, to um, do with their children. And I think in the home, we could look at how the child can um, be in control of their autonomy. Um, so for example, you know, we come home from work, what's the first thing we do is take off our coat. Where do you hang your child's coat? You know, probably up high on a hook. <clears throat> and what uh, a lot of Montessorians will have set up in their home is a, a, a coat hook or coat hooks that are low down at the child's height, maybe with a little mirror next to it so the child can see themselves, a little chair for the child to sit on, um, a, a low shelf for the child to keep their boots and their slippers and their shoes so there's a place for them to go. Um, and then on that shelf could also be a little basket and in that basket you could keep the hats and gloves and soon their sunglasses and sun hats so their little sort of outdoor accessories can be there because children like to know where everything is and if they have a place to put something like at the creche they have their coat hook they have the shelf for the boots and the shelf for the slippers um, it really helps the child with their, their sense of order children have a um, a very well Montessori spoke about sensitive period for order and you know I was reading actually you know if a child is used to clothes being thrown all over the floor or toys being thrown all over the floor then that's their sense of order that's what they think is the norm but if they are uh, taught to let's put all our toys in this basket let's put it back on the shelf you know this is where we hang up our coat and if the child is given the opportunity to do that that sense of order will become the norm and that's how they'll see things you know how they'll want things to be so you know setting up something like that is a lovely little um uh thing for your child to do it, it helps them to be autonomous they take off their coat they hang up their coat they take off their shoes and they put them on the shelf and one of the things that you know we like to do with children is to get them to peg get a clothes peg and peg their shoes together um because then it keeps the shoes together the slippers together the boots together and but not just that it's also developing this pincer grip um everything in montessori always has an indirect uh, purpose as well as a direct purpose and when a child develops these muscles and a lot of exercises we do develop these muscles later they're going to be able to hold a pencil and be able to use it with strength in those fingers um, so you know these are great ways to help your child and then another wonderful thing to do is you know sit with them in the morning get your clothes get their clothes and clothes that they can do you know think about the clothes they're putting on you know if it's got difficult fastenings then maybe that's a bit tricky but spend time with your child and you get dressed you model it and they can get dressed themselves. So you lay out their trousers and teach them to put one leg down one side and one leg down the other side and watch, watch daddy. Oh, daddy's going to put his trousers on um, and they can watch you. And so it's a lovely fun uh, activity to do with them. And because you've got all this time now, you know, we're not rushing to get ourselves out the door to get the children to school, to get the children to the crash, to get ourselves to the office. You've got time because children need time they need time to perfect and they you know and and overcome any obstacles and difficulties well, would you so, say that now is the good time to start practicing practical life with the children 
yeah, I mean, this is a practical life exercise. This is, this is part of life. You know, the child that can dress itself, the child that can do things for themselves, their self-esteem for a start. I did it, mummy. I put my own trousers on. I put my own coat on. I did my own shoes up. Um, it's just wonderful. And also, you know, as a parent, how wonderful that your child can sort themselves out, get themselves dressed in the morning. You know, it's, it's a wonderful thing. And I think that, Helen, this is something you've witnessed as well for the all time you've been a teacher, so how important the sense of independence is for the children and how grateful the children are when they actually become more independent with the time. I mean, you can just see a joy on their faces when they can achieve things by themselves. And it's very important because it also, it assists the teachers, the parents, um, and also within the team, with their peers. And right now, um, thinking about when we go back from this very difficult time we're all experiencing, I think parents can really assist us and their children to start to be prepared to come back to Sunflower, which we're all longing for. Um, as Naomi spoke about um, these exercises, care of self, um, when the children are in Sunflower, these are lessons that we do on a daily basis, and we call them lessons of grace and courtesy. For example, washing hands. We, we don't just, I mean, you see parents do it so often because they're trying to help their child. They stand behind them, they take their hands and they put them under a sink and rub them together. But what we can do and what we must do is aid the child to gain independence. And if we think and we break down the task of washing hands, we can think about so much vocabulary and so many different actions. We would begin by saying to the children, the first thing we do, we pull our sleeves up because I'm sure all parents have experienced their children with very wet sleeves and having to change their clothes regularly. But if we teach them and we use limited language, because if we're saying to them, okay, pull your sleeves up and put some soap on your hands and now wash your hands and turn, we need to really do it slowly and methodically. And as Naomi said, we need to give the children time. So I'll give you a little lesson on washing hands. So pull our sleeves up turn the tap on one soap we rub our hands together then we would talk about the parts of the hand if we think about the hands we have a palm a back knuckles show me your knuckles show me your nails show me your fingers show me your thumbs and i think we're all aware that when we go back we're going to be doing a lot of hand washing so if the parents can assist their child at home to learn this very important life skill and give them that independence of washing their hands thoroughly, um, that will really be a great aid to them and give them their independence of washing their hands. Another one, which is going to be very important, blowing noses. How many times do you see an adult come up from behind a child without saying anything to them and just wipe their nose. Imagine if somebody did that to us. 
you know, um, it's terrible. But until we observe um, and we see what we're doing um, and we question what we're doing, then we're not going to change our behavior. And now's a great time that we can think about how can we assist the children? Then we would break that down. We would do a lesson on it. These things that we're teaching the children have to be age appropriate and they have to be achievable. Um, and the children have to have time and it has to be prepared. As in a Montessori classroom, it would be a prepared environment. So the tissues have to be reachable and the bin has to be reachable. And again, we would break that into a lesson. We would say tissue box, tissue, thumb, fingers, nose. We close our mouth, we blow, we pinch our nose and we put the tissue in the bin. This would be great if we had a lot of our um, toddlers um, coming back to Sunflower who could um, efficiently, to the best of their ability, blow their noses. And as I say, these lessons that we do every day with the children at Sunflower, they're called grace and courtesy lessons. Um, and if we just think about our actions, prepare the environment so the child, it has to be achievable or otherwise you will see frustrations. And I think you all know what I'm talking about. So we need to be well prepared. Um, but these are practical. <laughs> these are practical life activities, grace and courtesy lessons, care of self that can really um, uh, scaffold the children's independence, which is what they're longing for. Well, thank you, Helen. I'm um, just sort of and just thinking of you, David. Sorry, what do you say, Naomi? Sorry, David. Yeah, you... <laughs> <laughs> no, we got internet problems. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. Um, no, I was just thinking because David, you know, I mean, Helen and our children are all grown up or almost grown up. Um, but you, you're, you're a parent of a of a young, young child and, um, you know, what sort of things do you do with, with him as far as kind of that autonomy, that doing things for himself? Well, I'm lucky that I am uh, home with my son and my wife at the time and that's, uh, I'm a preschool teacher and uh, my wife is a teacher as well. So we are both lucky on that side because our job teaches to be patient which I think is key uh, at the moment. And uh, what Helen and you, Naomi, mentioned, I think it's important to understand that practical life gives more autonomy to the children and giving more autonomy to the children is actually a good way to stay calm. Because when you're asking your child to do something and you don't have to help him because he's big enough and you achieve those goals of getting dressed by himself or washing his hands, or setting the table. This is something that is easier for you and it's so much uh, joy for them to do at the time. And every time of the day is a good opportunity to learn something. Like you mentioned, learning the physiognomy of the hand when washing hands. This is a great thing to do at that moment. But it also means that now you don't have to worry to go to the bathroom to wash hands 
after they went to the toilet. The, they know how to do that themselves. They become a part of their day where you just have to tell them, don't forget to wash your hands and they will do it. And you don't have to run down from the office to, to from behind your desk to wash their hands, which right now is quite useful, not having to run around over time. But it's also very important in terms of self-confidence and to give that to the children. And also it is just a great moment to share with your child. And we are lucky enough at the moment to have no time pressure of being at the office by 8.30 and they need to rush, 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 rush to wash the hands and you end up doing it yourself because it's faster like this. And I think the key is, that's what I learned when I became a teacher, is that all those things that you're doing at the moment, you're just investing in the future of your child, but you're also investing in your own future by giving them the independence. Uh, these are the keys of their future. This is how you get them ready yeah. to to face the world that we are we are living and uh, definitely uh, good uh, hand hygiene and nose hygiene is is key and is going to be key <laughs> in the coming month i guess can you still all hear me yeah you broke up for just just for a few minutes but it's fine you froze so yeah <laughs> Yeah, my internet connection is not really, really good at the moment. Oh, bless you. Oh, there we go. <laughs> time up. Yeah, I think Already, time wow. Well. Because we have uh, other meeting to attend later on. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, it was lovely to chat with you and to uh, talk a bit more about practical life and how to do it. And uh, hopefully, if uh, parents who are listening or watching this have questions, they can just uh, send us a message on the comment section. Or if they want Great. to talk about a topic, we'll be happily to do that. Well, it was nice Absolutely. seeing you, and I hope to talk with you soon again. Yay. Okay. Thank, Thank you. Bye. 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 Thank Bye. you, David. Bye. Bye.